Hello, and welcome to Heavenly Manor with Milton Harris. Now, on today's broadcast, we're going to let you listen to a message delivered in our evening service at the Newbridge Baptist Church out of Psalms 117 entitled, A Call to Worship the Lord. Psalm 117. Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. Uh, tonight, this is the thought I call to praise the Lord. And this psalmist here, as we said, it is the shortest of the Hebrew psalms. This psalm, they say, is placed right in the middle of our King James Bible. This is the middle, right here. Uh, if you go before, and you, then you go after, but this is the middle chapter in our Bible. Well, this psalm is a messianic, it is a millennial, and it is a missionary psalm. Paul quoted this psalm when he was talking about the Gentiles uh, there having a relationship with the Lord. In Romans 15, 11, he said, And again, praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laid him, and that word laid there means to praise. So praise him, all ye people. So Paul, when he was talking about that in Romans chapter 15, they're about the Gentiles being honored and able to praise the Lord and being part of the people of God. He quoted this psalm. He quoted from this psalm, there praise the Lord. And so uh, just a couple things right quick we see in this psalm. First, the request to praise the Lord. There is a summons here to praise. He said, oh, praise the Lord. And then he ended this chapter Praise ye the Lord. So in this, there is a summons for you and I to praise the Lord. And as Paul pointed out, we as Gentile people, we ought to really praise the Lord because at one time, we were on the outside looking in. Amen? We weren't allowed to go in. But aren't, aren't you glad tonight? Isn't it wonderful to know that you and I have access right into the very throne room of God. So he begins this psalm with a summons to praise the Lord, and he ends this psalm with a summons to praise the Lord. But then second, look at the statement in the request. That was the summons in the request. Look at the statement in the, in the request. He said, praise him, all you people. Now, what is unique is this word here, praise in the middle of, or toward the end of verse 1, is a different Hebrew word than the word, oh, praise. And then when he said, praise ye the Lord, at the end, uh, this is a different Hebrew word. And this Hebrew word here, praise him, literally means to shout it out. It means to let people know that you belong to the Lord. And it's saying, hey, praise the Lord publicly. Praise Him uh, there, not only inwardly, 
Not only in the church house, but when we're out at Walmart, we need to praise the Lord. I know sometimes that's hard in Walmart, isn't it? But we need to praise the Lord. And so what the psalmist is saying here in this different Hebrew word is make a statement. In other words, let your light shine, let your life shine through. And as Josh said, when the Lord opens up that door of opportunity, then give your testimony and let people know uh, there there is a Lord to praise. And he is a, a great Lord, isn't he? Joshua, I remember uh, down in the cab, I had a man who was on my heart, and it just seemed like we'd work together, and I couldn't ever say nothing. I'd go home kind of feeling defeated. But one day, he came to me. One day, we began to sit, and we talked for over an hour. And I answered questions. I'm going to be honest with you. I never forgot the answers to. I mean, the Holy Spirit of God was working. And I don't know about you, but that gave me an, an opportunity to make a statement to praise our awesome Lord. Sadly, he would not accept Jesus at that time. I hope later maybe he did. But, you know, I never had a burden for him. I, I never really got to talk to him again about it. Uh, I believe the Lord really dealt with his heart. And he was preparing me. And sometimes, Josh, we just have to get prepared for when that time is right. When that time is right. So anyway, the summons and the request. Now, the statement in the request. But look at the scope that's in the request. He said, all ye nations. And he said, all ye people. So the psalmist here, didn't he say, all ye Israel, did he? He didn't say all you Jews, all you Hebrews. No, he said all ye nations and all ye people. How about this? I believe that the psalmist, the Lord was letting him see down in time when the God would deal with the Gentile nation as well as with the Jews and they would be praising the Lord. And that's why Paul quoted that in Romans fifteen eleven. So here, the scope is every nation or to praise the Lord. You remember in the book of Jonah, Jonah preached an eight-word message. I've never been able to do one of those. But he did. And a whole nation from the king on down repented. And actually the leader called upon the nation to repent and get their heart right with God, and God spared the nation. Sadly, we read the book of Nahum some 100 to 150 years later. Uh, there, uh, the Syrians, they're, they're defeated. The Syrians are defeated. Why? Because they, didn't, they turned back to their wicked ways and wouldn't repent. But I was just thinking, wouldn't it be something in America if we had leadership? I'm talking about in the big white house in Washington. I'm talking about the little white house down in Georgia. I'm talking about the county commission house. I'm talking about if we had leaders that would say, you know what we need? We need to call upon the Lord. This nation needs to repent and turn our hearts back to God. And that's the only way we're going to see a change in this land. Because that's what's needed. And I'll tell you what, uh, the scope here, Again, as all nations, all people. I'm glad he, he didn't just single out one nation, the Jews. 
but this includes the Gentiles. So the request to praise the Lord. But then secondly, he gives us reasons to praise the Lord. Look at the reasons to praise him. First of all, the passion of the Lord. He said here, for his merciful kindness is great toward us. So first of all, in the passion of the Lord, we see the graciousness of the Lord in his merciful kindness. You know what this demonstrates? This language here demonstrates the love of God, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Aren't you glad? Yet, hey, when we were yet in our sins, Christ died for us. Why? Because God loved us and because Christ loved us. This demonstrates the love. This demonstrates the grace of God. Aren't you glad there is a saving grace of God? For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Uh, not of works, least any man should boast. Aren't you glad that the grace of God has appeared unto all men? There is that saving grace. But aren't you glad there is sufficient grace? Hey, Paul had a thorn in the flesh. We don't know what it is. And he prayed about it. But listen, God said my grace is sufficient. Aren't you glad there is sufficient grace? And aren't you glad there's a supply of grace? For James says he gives more grace. And I'm so glad for the grace of God uh, tonight. He just gives us more grace as we need it and more grace. So it talks about the love of God, the grace of God. But how about the kindness of God? I'll tell you what. I don't know about you, the fact that he loved us and that he sent his son and yet he did, he don't, every time we do something wrong, aren't you glad God doesn't say, that's it, you're out of here. I mean, he could. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I thank God for the kindness of God, for his mercy and his patience, for his goodness. Oh, me. So all of that is wound up in that statement the merciful kindness of God. And who is it toward? He said, toward us. Toward us. Thank God. Amen. He didn't say toward one group or another, did he? But toward us. Let me say this. The love of God and the grace of God and the kindness of God is being extended to the lost. It's by his kindness, his grace, and his mercy that he don't take them out in their lost condition. And, but isn't it wonderful that it's been extended to us how <laughs> the born-again saint of God. Oh, that toward us, toward us. So thank God, hey, for his graciousness. But how about this and his passion? How about his greatness? He said here uh, that is great toward us let me say that it is his passion his compassion is great not only in size but it's great in strength thank God for that and so the psalmist said hey reasons to praise God hey look at the passion of the Lord look at the passion that God has for us thank God for that but then look at the proclamation of the Lord secondly a reason to praise him he said here, And the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. The proclamation here, he's talking about how they're the character of his word. He said, And the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
The Word of God is referred to as the truth. Let God be true and every man a liar. When it comes right down to it, if there's a dispute between the Word of God and man, let God be true and let the man be the liar. That's what the Word of God is saying. So we see here the character of this Word is truth. God's Word is truth. <clears throat> Thank God for His truth. You want to know truth? Get in the Word of God. His Word is truth. But not only the character, but at the, at the continuance of His Word. He said, endure forever. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but what? My Word shall not pass away. His Word is forever settled in heaven. God's Word will last throughout all eternity. When we've been in heaven a million years from now, rejoice that God's Word will still be true. God's Word will still be enduring. It will still be lasting from now on. Praise God. Oh, the psalmist, a call to praise the Lord, the request to praise the Lord, and then the reasons to praise the Lord. Oh, listen, thank God for His passion. Thank God for His proclamation in His Word. It's not not reason tonight to praise our Lord and Savior. Amen tonight. Can we not tonight praise Him for the Savior that went to Calvary and gave His life and rose again? Can we not praise Him tonight for the salvation that He brought to us when you and I were born again into the family of God? Can we not thank Him Oh, for his presence. Oh, thank him for always being there uh, tonight. We've got so much to praise him and thank him for. But you know what? How about the second coming? He's coming again. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about going home. This isn't home. David's traveling back from Virginia and I. You traveled through some places, but they weren't home, were they? Gainesville, Georgia was home. I tell you, Bob, when we go up mountains, uh, we go up through Clayton up there where y'all go from time to time. Hey, but I'm just traveling through.